Aleluia. Don't be afraid, Jesus loves you. How many Chinese speakers we have here tonight? Your Chiga. Your Sangha. And then four, five. Chinese is the world's most simple language. Anybody can learn to speak Chinese. So I start, I teach you two sentences. Don't be afraid. One, two, three. Puyaupa. Wonderful. Yesu Aini. Yesu Aini. Jesus loves you. Yesu Aini. One, two, three. Yesu Aini. Puyaupa. Yesu Aini. One, two, three. Puyaupa. Yesu Aini. Amen. Amen. Yesu is Jesus. This is I. This is the need. That's how simple Chinese yeah. is. Yesu, I love you. Ni. Amen. Yesu, I need. One, two, three. Yesu, I need. Now, repeat this, because when you learn languages, you have to repeat it many times. Repeat it to people sitting next to you. Puyaupa, Yesu, I need. Puyao pa, Yesu aini. Amen. Amen. You talk about love, you have to be more passionate about it. So repeat with passion what you said. Puyao pa, Yesu aini. Amen. Amen. One, two, three. Puyao pa. Yesu Aini. Amen. Amen. Now you are all being qualified to share the gospel uh, for any Chinese that you meet anywhere. How many of you believe, like myself, that Jesus was died for our sins on the cross? And he was buried, and the third day he raised up from dead. Do you believe that? Amen. Amen. And after his resurrection, he came to his disciples and he said, All authority in heaven and on the earth has been given to me. Therefore, you will go and make all the disciples to my disciples, all the people to my disciples. Do you believe that? I believe that there is still power in the Word of God and it creates life. I'm thankful to the Lord and He opened the door for me to come back to Canada to share my life testimony. There's a book has been written about my life with the name Heavenly Man. How many of you have read that book? Half of you have never heard about Heavenly Man, so I have to introduce myself. 
I was born in the 80s communist nation of China. When I was about 13 years ago, uh, old, uh, a great starvation hit China, and millions of people died in starvation, and among them my oldest brother also died. And then uh, my father became very ill, and when finally he got this diagnosis, he had lost uh, stadium thermal cancer in his lungs. We were still remaining five siblings in the family. So when my mother heard that her husband is dying in cancer, she was thrown in a dark pit. So my mother could not see any future for herself with five, as a widow with five children. So one night she decided, I'm going to end up my misery. I'm going to suicide. And when she was about to hang herself, she heard a voice calling her, My child, don't be afraid. Come back home. Jesus loves you. My mother was in complete dark living room of our farmhouse. There was no light. But when she heard this voice, she suddenly remembered that over 20 years ago, before revolution, that was the message that the Western missionary had shared with her. Already in the 1930s, my mother had heard the gospel of Jesus Christ through the Western missionary, and she had responded to that gospel. But then when the latest communist regime took power, they were not afraid of wealthy people, not uh, the criminals, but they were really afraid of people who had living faith in their hearts. My mother had not been many years as a believer when one day the missionaries collected their sheep the few Chinese believers from that county, and they were hugging them and said, we don't want to leave China, but your authority has demanded, we have to leave you, but don't be afraid, we will pray for you, and Jesus loves you. And they said, no matter how difficult your life will be, remember, we are praying for you every day, and the Lord will look after you, and He loves you. 
其实我的妈妈已经这宣教士走了以后，我们的传道人关监牢了，教堂被拆毁了，妈妈就再也不敢承认耶稣的名了。As the next phase of the revolution, after the missionary has been expelled, all the church buildings were destroyed and confiscated. All the national pastors and preachers were sentenced to labor camps. So my mother was so filled of fear that she did not、uh, tell anyone anymore that she's a believer, and she stopped praying. 可是那个晚上，我的妈妈听到这个声音的时候，她突然之间，她都爬到地上，都开始哭。她说：“阿爸，我已经这么多年，从没有再想到你的名字，你还认识我。” When my mother heard that night, she was standing on the chair. And she recognized this is Jesus calling me back home. She kneeled down and he said, "Abba, Father, for so many years I have not been thinking of you. I have not been praying, but you still remember me. You have not forgotten me." 就在那个夜晚，妈妈起来，勇敢地起来，走到我父亲的身边。我父亲睁不开眼睛，他那个已经肺肺炎已经是后期了。And it, After my mother had reconciled her life with Jesus, he stood up and she rushed to my father. And she was—he was lying on the bed for months. He had not been able to say a word. He was slowly dying away. And my mother started to speak to her husband. Mama said, "You won't die. You won't die." My mother repeated several times, "You are not going to die. You are not going to die. Jesus will rescue you. You are not going to die." 在我们的家里，妈妈是非常有权柄的人，然后就把我另外的兄、我的哥哥、两个姐姐、妹妹和我叫起来，那是夜间。And then, in the middle of the night, my mother,、uh, who had authority in my family, she came to us children past midnight and said, "Children, we all have to uh, uh, call upon the name of Jesus." My two older sisters, my one brother, and my younger sister, five of us, she woke us up and asked us to start to pray. Mama, let us bring the family to the father's bed and cry to Jesus to save us. We didn't even know who Jesus was. When mother commanded us to come and surround our father's bed and start to call upon the name of Jesus, we did not have any clue who Jesus was. But mother said, "You come and cry to Jesus." Then our family said, "Our voice is so loud. Come and cry to Jesus." I want Papa. With greatest of your voice, call upon the name of Jesus. And I had the strongest voice in the whole、uh, sibling, so I shouted with fullness of my voice,、uh, "Jesus, have mercy upon my father." And as I was screaming to Jesus, my older sister said to me, "Look at father," and it was we saw first time in our life there were. Tears running from the eyes of my father. He didn't speak anything, but he was in tears. We said, "We don't know anything." We said, "Father, Jesus will save you." We said, "Father, Jesus will rescue you. Jesus will heal you." And we didn't know anything about Jesus. Praise God! A great miracle started to happen within less than one week. My father stood up from his deathbed, completely healed and restored from last stage of cancer. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! 
在我十七岁那一年，突然连一个夜晚，我就听到一个声音用我那个当地的话语在叫我：“刘弟兄，起来向西向南传福音，做见证，把福音传回耶路撒冷。” A few months later, when I was sixteen years old. One night, I heard the voice of Jesus, and he said, "Brother," and he was speaking fluently my dialect. I understood every word, and he said, "Brother Liu, stand up and preach the gospel to west and south, all the way back to Jerusalem." My mother, when I heard this voice, I told my mother, "My mother, you're crazy." I thought that my mother would be overexcited when I go to tell her that I have heard Jesus has speaking to me. But my mother looked me with strange eyes and said, "Son, you have problems in your head." Go back to bed. If Jesus wants to say something to anyone in my family, he will first speak to me because I'm an old believer. Because at that time, our preachers Now my mother knew something I didn't know. She knew that. All the pastors have been thrown to prisons, and they have not come back. So she knew the dangers if she would agree to that calling in my life. But if you meet Jesus and you want to sit down and not move, it's impossible. But you know, if you hear Jesus speaking to you, and you have a meeting with Him, it's very difficult to just relax. And lay on your bed and wait for next day. You have to go. But the next day, I started to say, "Mom, I really have no choice. Jesus is always telling me to do the evangelism, to do the witness, and to bring the gospel to Jerusalem." Next morning, I, early before dawn, I went back to my mother and said, "Mother, I cannot resist this calling. The whole night, Jesus is calling me to go and preach the gospel and bring it all the way back to Jerusalem. I am ready to go." 妈妈她坚持不住说：“那好，我给你祷告，你好去，你什么时候回来？我我拿着圣经去的时候，我不知道圣经放到什么地方。” When my mother saw that she cannot resist me, she said, "Okay, kneel down. I will pray for you." And then、uh, I I took my Bible and started to walk west from my house. On the way, I started to think, where do the preachers keep their Bible when they are preaching the gospel? I had never met a preacher. From my background as a Chinese, I I understood the Bible is a heavenly book. I wanted to honor a Bible, so I kept my Bible on my head, and then I walk into that first village. And started to shout. 我就拿一本书在那头上挨家挨户说有癌症吗？你们的家里有癌症吗？耶稣要治癌症。And I started to shout. Are there people who have cancer in your family? Bring them to to here. And, we, and my father was healed when we call upon the name of Jesus. 大家听不懂我在讲什么，可是我挨家挨户走，后面越多的人都跟着。Not understand the word what I was shouting, but they were curious. What is that man who has a book on his head? What does he want to sell? They thought I was selling something. 当人都在拥挤中要看这个人了，到底发生什么问题了？我就突然间感受到妈妈说：“你们要跪下来喊耶稣。” As all the people of the village came closer to me, they were really surrounding me. 
And I suddenly I remembered that the miracle started when we kneeled down by my father's bed and we started to call upon the name of Jesus. And I saw a person who really physically was challenged. I saw that is very severely sick. And I started to pull that person down on his knees and say, This happened in my house. We called upon the name of Jesus and he healed my father from terminal cancer. Why don't you try? And I was giving them a promise, no matter what's your problem, what is your sickness, if you kneel down and call upon the name of Jesus, you will be healed like my father. And in that moment, the kingdom of God hit that location. There were even people who were known demon-possessed for years, being disturbing everyone. When they heard this, they came forward and they kneeled down and they were immediately released from that boundary and they were totally sober and they were praising God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This is what the glorious Jesus was doing. Not many months later, the authorities surrounded my home village and they captured my wife, mother and myself. And uh, they put a straw hat, about three feet tall straw hat on our head, and then have written letters there that we are sect and we are misleading people, saying that Jesus is able to heal people. And we were bind with ropes and laid in a procession uh, all, uh, along the, that county. And that was the first time in my life I understood that the ways of the Lord are so much higher. We became public display for the power of God as we were walking around the villages. So even more people in remote parts of the county, they heard, they saw that Jesus had healed my father. And the people's heart were opened for the gospel of Jesus Christ. First year, as a young evangelist, I saw over 2,000 people respond to the gospel and become believers of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And I became literally homeless because it doesn't mean that I didn't have a home. I had a home, but I could not go back home because the authorities were waiting for me there. When I was about 20 years old, I started to see posters, wanted criminal posters all over that county and that state. And they say that I'm a contra-revolutionary. And I didn't even know the meaning of that word. 
这有一天，我都突然之间，我走到一个地方，我听到主在喊叫我说：“云弟兄，我要带你去一个地方休息。” So after being in the ministry for nonstop for twenty-four-seven for seven years, I was really exhausted. And one day Jesus came to me and he said, "Son, you are really burning out. I will send you to vacation." 我好兴奋呐、啊！我告诉主耶稣的，我说主要带我去度，到这地方休息，你们也不要跟我一起。Jesus is sending me to vacation, and before I go, let's come together one more time, and then after that, I will go to vacation. 然后所有的人都愿意给我找到一个地方去休息，然后我就看圣经，当时在中国很少。And I gathered all those young, I believe, my co-workers together, maybe 140 of them, and we were supposed to go a、uh, uh, time of rest together. So we started to memorize、uh, because there were so few Bibles in China. So each one of us started to memorize one book of the Bible. Then we started to memorize one book of the Bible. Then we started to memorize one book of the Bible. Then we started to memorize one book of the Bible. Purpose that you memorize book of Matthew and then Mark and Luke and and everybody started to memorize the whole book of the Bible. 可是突然之间那个晚上聚会呀、啊，几一差不多就一个礼拜的聚会。那个晚上啊，突然间神就给我有些话语。So as we've been doing this almost one week,、uh, the whole day and part of the night, one one night、uh, the Lord gave me a message to share. 说，我说，我们每一个人都是神的儿女，都是君尊的祭司，不是一般的祭司，乃是君尊的祭司，是圣天的国民，是神的儿女，都可以做见证。And Lord really told me about that we are holy nation, and we are the pride of Jesus, and we are children of God. We all have a message to share to this generation. 当我这样讲的时候，大家都好像说我们。我说对，就是我们。我也是农村人，我我说我们每一个人都可以为耶稣做见证。And I mean, all these co-workers, they were farmers、uh, from countryside with no education, and they said, "Are you serious that we are holy nation?" 我们聚完了会了以后，要差派人，每一个人都要去为耶稣做见证的时候。So it、uh, was、uh, at the end of that last meeting day. We lay our hands upon these young evangelists, and we were sending them to different parts of China. In that moment, the authorities surrounded the farmhouse where we were gathered. 呃，中国，我住在中国的北方，像这个地方一样的是很冷的。And this happened in northeast of China, and it's、uh, even cooler there than there is is this part of China. 那个圣诞节前的一个礼拜。It happened one week before Christmas. There is ice frozen outside, and we were all captured. 然后我觉得说，在所有的人之中，可能是我心中最惧怕的。我就大声喊叫说：“耶稣啊，你在哪里？我们被抓了！所有的人都包包围了，救我们呐，耶稣！” And I think that I was the most filled with fear of all of us because I've been wanted criminal for over seven years. So I, I thought that Jesus doesn't know what's going on. So I, I just shouted, "Jesus, where are you? Don't you see that they have captured us? Come and rescue us!" So at that time, a voice came out of me and said, "Child, I know. Don't worry." And suddenly, I heard his voice saying, "My child." 
I know. Don't be afraid. I understand when I'm sharing this, when I say to you, my child, don't be afraid, it doesn't have the same meaning for you as it had to me that moment. Suddenly, I understood my truly identity. I'm child of God. I'm your child. And he says to me, I know everything you are going through right now. So when the police captain started to question and beat me, and he asked, who are you? I just replied, I'm a heavenly man. And he said, heavenly man, where do you live? And I said, heavenly man lives in the village of gospel. You say you are heavenly man living in the village of the gospel. Where in the world in China is village of gospel? And I replied, the whole China is one village of gospel. And, and then he said to me, and he was really upset, what's the name of your father? Write it down. And I write down and I said, my father's name is filled of grace and my mother's name is faith, hope and love. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It wasn't my own ideas. The Holy Spirit just gave me the words to reply to in that most difficult moment of my life. And then uh, he said, What other people in your family? I have an older brother. His name is The King is Coming Back. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now it was it's easy for me to share this to you tonight, but in that moment I really did not know if I can fully trust that the Lord knows everything that is happening in my life that moment. How many of you have a Prayer in your heart that Jesus would return back to this world as King of Kings and Lord of Lords. You are all my brothers and sisters. You have a desire for returning of the Lord. If you want Jesus to come back, then you will be a king of Kings. 
Now I didn't know that the purpose of God was to bring gospel to every village in China. So you have to believe if you are of my tribe, my family, that every person who lives in Canada today is going to hear the powerful gospel of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 我今天晚上做见证做不完。我为了福音的缘故，有四次正规的判刑，有十年在监狱里。Now I, for the sake of the gospel, I have been thrown to prison four times in my life. Altogether, over ten years, I have spent in different prisons.其实被刚刚关进监牢的时候，有很多东西是想不通的。上帝，你让我传福音，把福音传回耶路撒冷，现在放到监牢里做什么？ I had so many uh, disagreements with the Lord. I said, Lord, you call me to be your messenger to Western South, all the way back to Jerusalem. What in the world am I doing in prison? And I became very firm with God, and I had a good fight with Jesus. I said, Jesus, if I cannot preach about you, I will die for you in the prison. I tell you from my own experience, if you have God's calling upon your life, it is not that easy to die away from it. I tried and I failed. I heard the Lord say, until the end, until the end, I will help you. And the Lord said to me that your help will arrive in the morning. And that became the longest night of my life. They kept me in prison for six years, and then I was preaching the gospel and disobeying them, and they threw me back to prison for three years. When I was released the second time from the prison, and I was really on the low point of my life, and I did not see any future for myself, that was the moment when God sent Uncle Tang, and we met first time in that cave in China. And there were some other Western leaders who came with him, and they were all asking very kindly and carefully, "What have you heard, Lord, speaking to you throughout these years as you have been in prison?" And they were asking me, "What do you want to do and achieve for Kingdom of God now when you've been released second time?" The second time I was released, my wife said, I cannot take this anymore. You are bold, you are strong, but I'm so weak. I cannot take all that weight that comes upon me when you are in prison.
But my wife had always been a very uh, truthful and faithful servant of the Lord. And actually she gave birth to our first child, uh, my son, when I I was already four months into my first imprisonment in China. Our youngest child, a daughter, came to us. Uh, she was only a few months old when I was thrown again to prison. So when my mother's, my wife said to me, we have to really separate the time of fasting and prayer and know for sure what God wants us to do. So as we were praying and fasting together, uh, I saw a vision. And in that vision, I saw that all the region west from China, the land of all those uh, uh, minorities in western borders of China, and to the... Uh, 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 to, Buddhist, Hindu, and Islamic world. The door was open for the gospel. And then Uncle Tom asked me, what can we white Westerners outside, how can we help you to fulfill the calling of God upon your lives? I, I was honest to Uncle Tang that time 27 years ago his Chinese was not as fluent as it is today so I said brother with your Chinese you are never able to preach the gospel to any Chinese it's our mandate we speak Chinese and we, we, we bring the Chinese to Jesus but then I said, what you can do is to provide Bibles. I have this dream that every preacher in China would have their own Bible and uh, so that we can get Bibles. And he asked, how many Bibles do you need? And I, I didn't know what to say. So I said, thousand, three thousand, maybe five thousand, maybe ten thousand. I don't know, but we need Bibles. And I could hardly believe what he said. We will give you next week hundred thousand Bibles. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And I promised that we are going to share equally to every house church network that everybody get their own share of these hundred thousand Bibles. And that's why we started to work together. I knew that only word of God can, can transform the destiny of Chinese nation. And I proclaim that we don't need any division at the church of Jesus anymore. The China needs the gospel of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
So we started launch this uh, uh, gospel outreach training, and we were having this discipleship training. How we are going to send Han Chinese evangelists to every minority group in China. Now our discipleship training course is very simple. So we have five readiness. You have to have a certain disciple of Jesus. You always have to be ready to go on your knees and pray. So, and then the second readiness that you are always ready to proclaim the gospel uh, to people and preach the word of God. And then uh, number three, always be ready to suffer for the gospel of Jesus Christ. And I said that don't be afraid that if you end up in the prison, the prisons in China are in the greatest need of the good news of Jesus. And I was saying that you also have to be ready if needed to die for the salvation of your nation of China. And then the number five readiness, you always have to be ready to escape for the gospel of Jesus Christ so that you can continue to preach the gospel. And I explain the reason why we escape. We are not escaping the difficulty. We are escaping so that we can continue to expand the kingdom of God. So we were on the third floor of the high-rise building when the authorities came in through the door into that apartment. And one after other, they walk in through the door and they started to handcuff and bind people and they were leading them downstairs to the police vans that were waiting. One after other, we were about 50 people in that room. And when uh, I was in the furthest back in the building, close to the d- windows, and, and I opened the window uh, with my hand, and I shouted, Brothers, let's escape, and I leap out from the third floor. I did not know that there were over 30 policemen waiting for me downstairs, so I ended on top of them. They were wounded, and they became so upset. If God hadn't shown mercy, they would have killed me that moment. Remember, Jesus is still alive, and because of that, you can be alive. That time, I was really in deep discouragement, failure in my life. I lost all the hope of my survival in that uh, security prison where they kept me and they tortured me every day. So, uh, during the first days in the torture, torture, they were so upset that they crushed my both legs from ankles 
totally crushed and said, you're never going to stand up. You are never going to walk out from this prison. And I was thrown into complete hopelessness and I regret that calling of God in my life. I did not believe that God is able to rescue me. After they crushed my legs, I, I was crawling like a worm on the floor of my solitary cell. I could not stand up. I could not, I could not uh, uh, walk in that 24-7 pain in my, my bone. Uh, and one night, late in the evening, I just got enough of my misery, and I started to shout the, out aloud the pain of my heart. My God, where are you? I didn't stop myself crying. God, where are you? After I was completely handicapped on the I have to go to the bathroom, somebody have to carry me on their back. I was completely paralyzed because and, and the tremendous pain. I said, Lord, I am trying to be obedient to your calling in my life. Where are you, my God? In the middle of the night when I was making this uh, noise, all the guards of the prison, they rushed and they surrounded my solitary cell. And I started to say, my heart is expecting you, my God. And I watchman when is a new day going to dawn for me? And I said, Lord, I've been waiting for so long. When is the new day going to dawn for, for China and for myself? And I heard the guards saying to one another, this preacher has lost his mind. He gone nuts. It was completely forbidden to talk aloud in Chinese prisons unless they ask you a question. Sometimes the Lord speaks to you when you are worshiping God and everybody is rejoicing around you. But sometimes the Lord speaks to you through the mouth of your enemies. So when the 
When the director of the prison said to the guards that this man have lost his mind, the Holy Spirit reminded me, why don't you behave like a madman and start to praise God? And I decided to be crazy for Jesus. And I started to shout out his name and proclaim his authority over that person. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And I tell you the truth, when you are not afraid of Satan, he is afraid of you. And praising God and they, I heard the policemen say to one another, it doesn't matter, you have lost your mind. Nobody cares for you. You are waste. You are nothing. Everybody hates you. Yesu, I want. And the Holy Spirit reminded of this old Sunday school. Lord Jesus loves me. I know that I have reached to my limit tonight. And the Lord came to me and said, I have opened the doors of prison. Walk out from prison. I I was really searching in my heart. I could hardly believe that I heard him saying But I heard him saying, the doors of the prison has been opened for you. Walk out from the prison. My response to this was, Lord, this is the security prison. You don't walk out from places like this. Immediately he responded, your prison is real, but I'm the truth, and the truth will set you free. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You have to stand up on your feet and you have to walk out from prison. And he said, stand up, stand up, walk out from prison. Mentally, I knew, intellectually, I cannot walk. I cannot stand up. But what do you do when Jesus insists that you have to stand up? Finally, I decided I have to obey. When in obedience to this, I stood up. I was instantly healed and I started to walk out from the place. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And I have a message to everyone in Canada. A new day is dawning for you. You have to stand up and walk out. How much your government loves you as Christians. No matter how deep is the darkness upon your nation. But when Jesus said, stand up and walk out, if you do that, you see the mighty power of God. Hallelujah. 
我们在教会里面祷告很重要，跪着哭也好，喊也好，重要，敬拜都重要。我们必须要出去为耶稣做见证。It's very important that we come together for prayer, day and night, fasting and praying for our nation. But even more important is the obedience to bring the gospel to everyone who is living in your country today. Our country doesn't need too much scientific knowledge. It needs more people with the power to witness for Jesus. Living testimony. They cannot oppose your personal testimony. What Jesus has done in your life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 多少人相信耶稣从死里复活了 ？Do you believe that Jesus is truly risen from dead? Amen. 我们都是他的见证人。And we are all witnesses of his resurrection and his power. 我们一同站起来。Let us all stand up before the Lord. Heavenly Father, you know our hearts. You know the level of unbelief that is in our hearts. Father, we pray that the message of tonight will cast out unbelief, and a new living hope start to grow within our hearts. And Father, we pray. That every person in this room, a miracle start to happen. That streams of living water start to flow from within their hearts, and the needs of this generation in Canada will be met. And nobody is able to oppose their personal testimony about power of Jesus Christ. Father, we ask you that you continue this message tonight through your Holy Spirit and remind us and bring us to transformation, to a new living obedience to Jesus Christ in our lives. In the name of Jesus, I ask you to put your hand on your heart and repeat after me. I have decided to follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus. Lord is going to set you free from that jail of fear, and you're going to be set free. Maybe your jail is a prison. I don't know what you are in. What is the sin that is holding back, or what is the sickness that is holding you back? I call you to freedom in Jesus. He suffered on the cross. He gave you strength. And because of his wounds, we are healed. To follow Jesus, I have decided to follow Jesus. No turning back. No turning back. I'm a minister. I'm a minister.